everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. JJ, I've been noticing in conversations more and more people's energy. I've been really paying attention to people being kind of down or Mm -hmm. I've been paying specific attention to people that are acting out of character, any of the clients I've had for a long time. Mm. And um, I always peruse like all the newspapers, you know, every day, CNN, Washington Post, New York Times, like top five stories. And I ran across this one from the Washington Post. I know I sent it to you. Um, and it and it was a kind of an interesting article about the difference between clinical depression and just mm-hmm. being down. Yeah. And the reason like, I thought it was interesting is because we've been doing a lot of talk about, you know, teenagers or teenagers are down, suicide rates are up. There's all sorts of things, right, that are pointing to people getting more and more stuck in yeah. things and sadness. Right. Like we've gone through a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um the you know, there's there's kind of like political discord in our country. There's yep. a war. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. uncertain economic stuff happening right now, right? Like yep. all of that yep. stuff can lead to like an amazing amount of anxiety. Yeah. Right. And sadness. And, and and sadness. I think people are um what I've noticed is that there's a lot of hopelessness. You know, people mm. are people used to say, I noticed last year even people would say, well, when we get back to normal, mm-hmm. you know, this is, you know, I'm really when are things going to get back to normal? That was always the question. Oh yeah, that was like the, the big day. COVID, the mm-hmm. big COVID phrase when it goes yeah. back to normal. Yeah. And and now it's clear that that is not a thing. There mm. is no quote normal anymore, or what we were used to isn't our normal. And there's all yeah, sorts it's not of 2018 ins- anymore, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and it's and the ensuing response to that has been very interesting to watch because people mm. take it different ways. Some are very enthusiastically jumping forward, but not very many. Most are mm. really struggling. Like, what do I? How do I participate in my life now? Like, what does this look like? Yeah. Um, and so I thought it would be a really good topic to talk about being down versus clinical depression because the lines are actually becoming quite blurred socially. Yeah. Well, I, I pulled out a couple stats yeah. <laughs> out of that article. Oh, you did? I thought were interesting. And I don't know if I set it up right. You might want to, you might need to correct me in some way there, but you know, me no, and my you... rambling. <laughs> well, the thing that I thought was interesting is that they, they, as they're kind of studying and, um, kind of recording levels of anxiety and depression. Yeah. That between 2019 and 22, which is kind of like the core right, right. Uh, COVID years, um, anxiety in adults went from 7% to 29%. Wow. So like basically a third of adults wow. like, classify themselves as having yeah. like steady anxiety. Wow. Um, and then clinical depression went from 
7% to 23%. Wow. So again, like a quarter of the population diagnosed clinically depressed. And this is just now, the people that actually can get into a doctor, by the way. Right. Right? Yeah. Like this is- Yeah, the ones that have been diagnosed because like yeah. there's lots of people- That can't just find walking help. Walking around not diagnosed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Does it give us some, like, um, I'm just, I'm just recalling it. I probably should have looked at it two seconds before we hit record. <laughs> this is, this is how <laughs> this is Melissa classic. does her podcast homework. <laughs> Here's the thing. I didn't read it. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I looked, I did too. I read it, but I it was a week ago. It. I perused it. I looked at the high, I looked at the bullet points and I looked at the yeah. bold statements. Um, I do have a question. Does it, uh, itemize or just kind of give a quick snapshot of the difference between what clinical depression is versus mm. just feeling a little down. Yeah. That's one of the things that I thought was really interesting. Yeah. Was uh, they talked about sadness. So they use the word sadness for being down. Yeah. Um, so sadness is about a particular event. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. So I am sad that mm -hmm. you know someone passed away that mm -hmm. um yeah i didn't get this promotion like th there's like a, so they it's be event big based mm -hmm. they could be big things yeah and you can be sad about them mm -hmm. but they're like focused on an event mm -hmm. whereas depression uh is a like a feeling of feeling bad about yourself mm -hmm. like perpetually feeling bad about yourself and like a loss of self-confidence mm -hmm. Okay. So the negative feelings aren't about the event, they're about yourself. Yeah, yeah. And you can see. And that's the difference. Hmm. I wonder, now this is way over my pay grade, so this is me <laughs> just talking, not me. Um, so we're going to put a whole big disclaimer yeah. on this podcast. Like, yeah. we are not professionals, we are just two people talking, talking about, about this topic. Yeah, because to me, it's like clinical depression. Like if if people are, if that number has risen so dramatically, um, when you look about an event that makes you sad, but then mm -hmm. if it gets piled on with multiple other sad events, and then you have no natural way to process yep. those things and you just collect them in this hole, you know? Mm -hmm. um, actually, I was going to be dramatic and say this hole in your soul, but it kind of feels like that. It, um, it does feel like that. Yeah. Um, you know, the, and and it just it's just very interesting to me. I think it's helpful to talk a little bit about uh, do they give any um, any other things in that that the just setting this conversation up? Do they talk any further about um, um, how it manifests or? Yes, kind of. So the other thing that I thought was super interesting <clears throat> was that uh, there's there's newer like uh, brain imaging mm -hmm. studies because a lot of times like you know for when i was growing up um a lot of the the ideas around depression yeah was like was like oh you don't have enough like serotonin or there's like a yeah, couple oh, yeah, of neuro right. like you, mm -hmm. it's like a it's a chemical imbalance you've mm -hmm. probably heard that phrase right many many times yeah right well it it seems like what what we're finding out from a scientific perspective yeah 
is that it's not it's not just like a chemical imbalance. And what what they're saying is that there's a part of your brain called the hippocampus, mm -hmm. which is responsible um, for like learning and memory and things like that. When you're clinically depressed, that actually physically shrinks. Oh. <laughs> so like your ability to kind of get yourself yeah. back to a more regulated state is actually being kind of physically impaired because that part of your brain mm -hmm. is actually kind of drying up. Drying. Yeah, like that's a good phrase. Mm -hmm. um, so getting that back to a healthy state is actually kind of challenging. It's not like it's not like the uh, well, mm -hmm. <laughs> just be happier, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Or just get over yeah, it. Yeah, There's no, just go have like, some ice cream. Get over it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so this this that's where like the difference starts to become is that that clinical depression is is more like a like a medical illness yeah. or ailment than right. just a like you're, you know, get over it or process through it and move on with your life, right? Hmm. Hmm. So that's pretty interesting. So that kind of changes the way you maybe look at depression, right? right? Because this is the whole thing in our society that's it's becoming more and more of an open conversation. But which again, I'm like, when so I was grateful up, about. You never so talked about that stuff. No, exactly right. right. No, as no. a matter of fact, you hit it under the you hit it under the blankets. <laughs> actually like a secret. And actually in generations past, if there was something like that and a, and someone had to go, you know, to be treated somewhere, no one talked about it. They just disappeared. Mm. I mean, it was taboo. It was a terrible mm -hmm. thing. And I, there was so much guilt and shame around that, even for the family members that were that were dealing with it. Um, and, and I think that you're right. Like now we're having this, it's becoming much more of an open topic, which I'm so grateful for. Um, because I think the more we talk about it and in work settings, it's the same thing. You know, employers, mm -hmm. I think are really working hard to try to figure out how to be with this topic mm -hmm. and to be different with this topic. The other interesting stat that they pulled out was 25% of adults take mental health medications. Wow. <laughs> of adults. So, uh, that's what they, this was pretty focused on adults, this article, yeah. but, um, but that's a big number, yeah, right? I, I like, bet you it's higher than that. I bet it's higher than that. And the reason I think that is years ago, I went on a mission trip where um, we had 26 kids um, and we went to, uh, we went to the Dominican Republic for a mission trip and there were six adults and I was in charge of the medications for mm. the kids, carrying them in other words. So, um, because they were underage and for 26 kids, there were two Ziploc gallon bags mm. of medic of, um, mental health medication. <laughs> two huge gallon-sized bags. I was absolutely like stunned. And that was- Most way, of the kids. That was like most of the kids. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it, it is just a, it's an interesting um, paradigm shift that's happening right now um, 
just with the increase, with the rise in these numbers. And I think that too, we're having a hard time being able to support the rise in these numbers with, um, with tools, processes, and people, you know, to yeah. help, to help. Yeah. The pe like the, 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 the people is such a huge problem. Like it's so hard yeah. to get a, even a single appointment with like mm -hmm. a therapist to just talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It used to be fairly easy, but nowadays it's like most of them don't take new patients or if they do, they're super far out. And, right, 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 right. Um, so what do you think we like can a, do about this? What do you think we can do about it? I mean, these are depressing stats and normally we don't like to spend too much time feeling sad and being very <laughs> down without offering some sort of supportive idea, you know, in this topic. Because I think I think that we all have a capacity to be able to lean in and help one another. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't think that a lot of times we have been uh, educated or we haven't been socialized in a way that supports doing that exact thing when someone is down. Um, yeah. And I just wonder, with the self-awareness journey, we have an amazing group of consistent listeners. And I would love for us to start a movement of support. Mm. Um, you know, towards... I agree. <laughs> Isn't that a cool idea? <laughs> that is a cool idea. Well, to answer your question, yeah, uh, I, I'm not exactly sure. Like, I, I don't have a silver <laughs> bullet for you. Darn it. Well, so in the spirit of self awareness journey, right? Mm -hmm. Part of it's going to start with yourself, really yeah. taking the time to sit with yeah. your thoughts and your feelings and and listen to like what your cues. you know like what your gut's saying yep your cues. yeah your cues and really take an inventory and say hey am i like am i just sad about an event or is this like a persistent long thing right like yeah exactly um like the some of the obvious like more obvious like external cues for people are like insomnia mm -hmm. right la la lack of appetite Mm -hmm. Lack of libido, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. social withdrawal, which mm -hmm. I'm all in favor of. I mean, <laughs> that's the introvert in you. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, like low energy, mm -hmm. right? And like you said, feelings of hopelessness. Yeah. Um, feeling like, like, oh, no one just need, no one needs me, right? Mm -hmm. uh, feeling like of, even yeah. Like, what am I, I doing I to help? I I don't have. Yeah, anything I don't even to need to be here or be around, right? Mm -hmm. So, those would be some of the classic signs of depression yeah um now yeah. you can you can reflect on yourself and say like am i doing any of those behaviors or do i have any of those like repetitive mm -hmm. thought pat those thought patterns happening and and if i do what can i do to stop that like i think mm -hmm. here's the thing um and this is not me being dismissive of professional support because i have utilized professional therapy and stuff like that many times over i'm a huge fan However, I don't think that everyone has to have only one path to wellness. And I think that it really does start with just being with yourself. You know what? If you feel sad, it's okay to feel sad. You don't have to mm. pretend like you're not. You don't have to fake it. You don't have to, well, I'm just going to go do this and, and I'm going to pretend like it doesn't matter. Because when you're acting in a way that doesn't honor what your true spirit needs, 
that's where the deep sadness comes because it doesn't match. There's something Mm -hmm. in you that's not matching. So I think that's the first thing. And I think we forget how much we can um, support those around us by simply supporting ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we had Susan Reishus on our show uh, several months ago, and she talked about if you sat on the on the couch and just just emitted goodwill and support, that it would change the planet if we did that. It sounds mm. silly, but it's not because it's your it's an energy thing. You know, if you can pay attention to your own feelings early on, or even the minute that you notice. It is mm-hmm. okay for you to take your inventory. It is okay for you to say, you know what? I just do feel like garbage today and that's okay. Um, mm. You know, because one thing that we can count on for sure is that nothing stays the same. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever stays the same. So that happens uh, even in bad times. You know, we're not going to, it's not going to stay like it's staying. It feels right now, despite the fact that this COVID thing has lasted way longer than we thought. And this Ukraine war has been months in the making, and we were all just hap- hoping it would be not that way. It's it's mm-hmm. depressing, you know. Um, that being said, nothing ever stays the same, and you have total control over your own self, and you do not have to pick up the sword of anything else around you because you think it's uh, what's socially expected, mm-hmm. you know. So I think it's really yeah. being inside of yourself and recognizing and and just uh, not being not allowing yourself to be pulled down the path of let's get mad, let's take a stand, you know. Yeah, like not feed into the negative energy cycle. Yeah, and that's huge. Right. If you yeah. can do that, you will have mastered everything. <laughs> it's true. If you can, if you can master your own thoughts, feelings, and manage your beliefs, and you focus strictly on that, not only will you feel better, but others around you will notice it and they will pick up on that energy. And that's how these movements happen. (laughs) Sounds easy. Let's get started. (laughs) (laughs) And we need snacks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to need snacks. (laughs) Well, you said a big, whole, huge thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I want to make sure that we all are recognizing. Like what you just said is not easy to do. Well, it sounds easy. I mean, it kind of is in one way easy. We we talked about like, do we have an episode once that is like easy versus hard, or is that? Am I just like remembering? No, but we should. Titles? We should put that down on our list. Yeah, or simple. It's like simple versus hard, or something. Like that. I'm, yeah, yeah. Now I'm just really struggling, but like. <laughs> Like some things are simple, mm-hmm. right? Like what you described is fairly simple. Yes. But it's not easy, right? It is it is hard. Like it is hard to get that time. It is hard to have that kind of like self-reflective focus. And it is hard to watch your thoughts and make sure they're not wandering into like negative territory. Like that stuff's like, <laughs> like watching you and you're like, not really agreeing with, with <laughs> no, me. No, I was actually, hard. I was listening and I, I, um, well, put it this way. I think it's way easier than you think. Okay. And the reason that, I think that, the reason I think that, um, but I'm not in disagreement that that's how people feel. What you just said is exactly how most people feel. 
they think, oh my God, how am I supposed to do that? That's really, really hard. Who has time for that? That's too hard. Mm -hmm. I don't have the energy to do something hard. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. You're sitting in your car, you get to a stop sign and um, your favorite food is on the left turn and uh, going and getting a flu shot is on the right, is taking the right turn. Um, <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> okay. But right there, if you go left because you know you want to eat your favorite food, it feels good. Right? It feels good. Mm -hmm. In every moment, we have an opportunity to say, does this feel good or not? Like, I should call my mother. Ugh, that does mm. not feel good. So right now I won't until I do feel good. Mm -hmm. It's literally making just a quick, 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 quick check in. Does this feel good to me? Mm. And people are afraid to do that because they think it's being selfish mm -hmm. or being narcissistic. I'm not talking about selfishness or narcissism. I'm talking about honoring your true feeling, mm. owning it saying what it is. And if it yeah. includes being sad, that's okay. You can be sad. And if you can say and talk nice to yourself, talk to yourself the way you would talk to your very best friend. I know you're sad. It's okay to be sad. And you know what? You're not going to be sad all the time. What would feel good right now? Mm. You want to go for a walk? Do you want to just, would you want to lay on the couch and watch like eighties movies? Cause they're so ridiculous and <laughs> funny. Um, then just do that. It's just like honoring your true feeling. And I don't think it's that hard. I think what's hard though, is the consistency of doing that all the time. Mm. That's the part that makes it yeah. more challenging is because you're shifting a habit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's interesting. Let's talk about like how to support other people mm, when we good. maybe observe that they're getting down or getting yeah. depressed. Right. Mm -hmm. We, we just talked, we just had a, uh, a pod last week about giving others like real feedback yeah we're kind of like in that territory a little bit like mm, hey yeah. i have noticed that yeah. you're getting really down and you're yeah. you know very low energy and you're not eating like right. let's have a conversation about that right but sometimes that, that's really hard to do yeah it's scary mm -hmm. that would feel scary right yeah um well what do you think uh well Part of what I think is what you're talking about with the self-care stuff mm -hmm. is make sure we're giving the people in our lives enough space mm -hmm. to be able to do that. Yeah, that's really good. Right? I like that. Mm -hmm. So let's not make sure we're putting, you know, let's try to make sure we're self advocating for ourselves so we get some of that time, mm -hmm. but we're also being observant for other people in our lives that they are able to take that time too. And we're not putting too much like demand or yeah. expectation on them that makes them feel like they can't take that time. Right. And give them pay and be patient, be patient mm -hmm. because emotions are big pieces of energy and they, they take longer to move than thoughts. Mm -hmm. Energy is um, in short supply when you're feeling sad. And so it takes, it takes, you know, movement and it is more energy to move emotion than thought. Yeah. So I really like that is to create space. And the other thing is to not judge them or to tell them what they should do. Yeah. Boy, there's just nothing worse than when you're feeling kind of <laughs> trapped and then somebody just gives you their well thought out 
well, you know what you should do? It's like, yeah, that's like ugh. getting kicked while you're down. Yeah. Right? Like I already know that, you know, that that's the thing is yeah. most, most of us already know all of those things. Yeah. Especially when we're sad or in a depressed state, we know that, yeah. you know, we know we're not pulling our weight. We know that we're really low energy. And we it makes us feel even that. worse. It makes us feel worse. Because we're judging so, ourselves really bad. So I think. Yeah. And to, so how, to have someone else judge us yeah. is. Really uh, upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think to just, um, you know, being with a person and just telling them, I notice that you aren't feeling well, you're not, you're not being yourself. And I just want you to know that I notice and that I really care. And mm-hmm. if I can do anything, please ask. Yeah. You know, if there's anything a, I can do, please ask. That's a great way to phrase it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of, well, <laughs> Let me give you five ideas that I was thinking about. I could take you out for lunch. I could do this. And it's like, oh my gosh, please go away. Yeah. I want to hide under my bed. Yeah. You need to exercise and go shopping. <laughs> yes, go. It's the American solution. <laughs> oh my God. And, and so eat some sad. fast food. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this this is a good conversation. I mean, we could probably talk about it for a really long time. Yeah. But yeah. You know, I think the long and the short of it is... Um, like ang- in general anxiety is extremely high right now. Uh, that spills over into longer term clinical depression, which is also really high. Yes, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Making sure we're being observant of our, you know, friends, family, mm-hmm. colleagues, right. loved ones. Right. Uh, and I would about just how they're doing mentally, and then making sure that we're checking in with ourselves. Right. Yep. And you know what? Every person that's listening to this pod is loved. Every single person is loved. And the the people listening to this pod that can share it with other people are people that also have such a strong spark in them of light. And that is where we can change things. That's where the paradigm shifts. And that sounds very, you guys, JJ's giving me this face right now. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, but we we can't dismiss that because that is the real stuff. That is the only real stuff that really matters. And if we if we remember that we are all connected, this is how we shift things quietly and brightly and in love and in support. So I just encourage everybody to, let it be okay if this has been a challenging time for you. It's been a challenging time for me. It's been a challenging time for everyone. And just know that it's not going to stay like this. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.